हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट थर्टीन पॉलिटिकल पार्टीज एंड पॉलिटिकल पार्टिसिपेशन एंड आवर टॉपिक इज सोशल नेचर ऑफ पार्टी लेड पॉलिटिकल पार्टिसिपेशन इन अ सेंस द इंक्रीजिंगली कम्पिटिटिव पार्टी सिस्टम इज अ प्रोडक्ट ऑफ द राइज एंड असर्शन of regional and state based parties however to overstretch this point would mean an uncritical acceptance of the social cleavage theory of party system in a study on congress some alignments of party organizations were found to be associated with acute social division congress was found not to be a heterogeneous national party but a collision of state and ultimately local groups whose political rationale are the divisions and conflicts of the state and community in question however equally important is the geographical specificity of in intergroup conflicts the political significance of group conflicts varies from state to state to the extent there is variation in the strength of the link between the social groups and the parties in different ways the characterization of the indian democracy is con socialized national and adversarial admit that through political party competition the social divisions of a deeply divided society get expressed a case to this the point is the political assertion of the historically disadvantaged caste in the 1990s almost together with the acceptance of the mandal commissions recommendations recent years have witnessed the emergence of the dalit bahujan castes often trying to encompass the muslim minority in its fold the political parties representing these social groups are identified as bahujan samaj party bsp the samajwadi party and the sections of janta dal a phenomenal increase in caste based parties since the old justice party to the point that the social pluralism in india gets increasingly reflected in the competitive party system which serves as the agent of political participation that is to say a given political party while acting as the agent of political participation often shows internal pluralism in its organization in a recent study of dravidian parties narendra subramaniam demonstrates that the internal pluralism of parties and not simply social pluralism promotes greater representation and participation of emergent groups the reconstruction of public culture and tolerance 
This does not of course mean that in India all parties show equal amount of organizational or internal pluralism. The social nature of the increased voters turnout has not followed many clear patterns. The turnout among men has always been higher than women, but the participation rate has improved faster among women than among men. Female turnout increased 20 percent points from 38.8 percent in 1975 to 57.3 percent in 1989. However, it has been noted that the involvement of women in politics is still largely separate from men, both the number of women contestants and of representatives show a declining trend in parliamentary and assembly elections. Though at local level due to reservations, women's participation has increased. Since the 1980s, there has been a proliferation of autonomous women's group in most parts of the country and this has added a new social dimension to political participation in India. Voter turnout in urban areas was higher than in rural areas. The state-wise turnout figures broadly indicate that turnout tends to be higher in the southern states, Kerala in particular and West Bengal. Yadav, however, notes that one of the characteristics of the new democratic upsurge has been that practically everywhere rural constituencies report a higher turnout, while Muslim turnout in Muslim concentrated constituencies and turnout in reserved SC constituencies were not higher than the past. The reserved ST constituencies recorded higher than average turnout in Andhra, Gujarat and Maharashtra. So did he pick some backward regions like Vibhadra and Marathwada in Maharashtra, East Delhi and Bundelkhand in UP. If the theory of new social constituency participating in Indian elections is not fully born out at least there is hardly any doubt that such a constituency is now more intensively mobilized by political parties wherever possible. Now let us move to the next point, non-party institutions and political participation. It would certainly be wrong to completely detach such institutions as trade unions, peasant associations and the universities from the political parties. The latter had affiliations with these and have even today but many have noted a growing inefficacy on the part of those institutions as agents of political participation and as controlling influences over the political parties. 
from the 1980s the change has become perceptible one consequence of the green revolution was to localize the disparate existing peasant movements the globalizing forces on the other hand have made the trade unions weak and this in turn reduced their influences on the party organizations a fact reflected in the lack of importance attached by the parties even left parties in naming the trade unions leaders among other sponsored candidates for election the rise in the number of universities and their failing standards has also limited their influences as participating institutions in the civil society of course several new actors sometimes called ngos have emerged as essence of political participation mainly in regard to the implementation of the official programs or sponsored developmental projects their combined volume is not insignificant but it is still too early to assess their significance for popular participation there has however been somewhat rising political participation through what have come to be known as new social movements movements that have arisen as a response to among other things the violations of civil liberties and human rights violence on or gender bias to women the degradation of environment destruction of tribal culture or way of life some have described these movements as counter hegemonic and noted the following major categories women movements forest struggles anti big dam movements usually each of these movements develops independently of the other and keeps itself detached from traditional political parties there have also been increasing cases of identity assertion and autonomy movement some employing violent means which represent non party based channels of political participation in contemporary india now let us wind up the session and take rest thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self learning podcast